Welcome to The Clinical Entrepreneur, a business podcast that's dedicated to healthcare practitioners just like you who are hustling every day to build a business and a life you're proud of. Join me, Rhonda Nelson, as I share my own experiences and extract actionable advice from industry experts about what it takes to build and scale a profitable wellness practice. Well, hey, friends, welcome back to the Clinical Entrepreneur Podcast. This is Rhonda, your host, and uh, we are going to talk vacations today. I thought that would be very appropriate since we are in the middle of the summer. I'm still in my kitchen, still in my remodeling in process house, but I'm happy because I'm it's sunny. I'm in Las Vegas, which is a good thing. So anyway, let's dive in. I want to talk to you about how taking a vacation. One of the most frustrating things as a business owner is that you can't take a vacation because you basically take a week off. You're going to lose two weeks worth of pay because not only do you not have any revenue for that week, but you also don't have any money to spend on your vacation because you don't have any revenue to cover for your vacation or your time off. So you not only have to pay for yourself, but you also have to cover the expenses of the clinic that week. And you don't have any patients to take care of and give you any revenue, unless maybe you've got an additional or secondary revenue stream, like a membership or a course, or, you know, some prepayments kind of thing. And you've deferred that by a week. I mean, that's all fine and good, but listen, I want you to take care of yourself and I want you to have a good vacation. This is how I got myself out of this trap many years ago. And it was a financial planner that gave me this tip way long time ago. And it seems so obvious when he told me, I thought, why didn't I think of that? And I probably had thought of it, but it kind of goes back to the envelope method of budgeting. I don't know if you're old enough like me to remember this, but back in the day, we used to budget our money and we used the envelope method. And you had one envelope for groceries, you had another one for like household miscellaneous, and you had another one for, you know, car, whatever. You had all these little envelopes, you know, walking around spending money. We had envelopes for things. So we would get paid and then we would cash the check. And then I know I'm really dating myself and we would divvy up the money into the envelopes. I remember one time I had $800 in an envelope. And uh, my husband had just gotten paid and we were going through our thing and putting all the money in envelopes. Oh my gosh, let me think about this for a minute. I just thought of this story. It was probably in the, I'm going to say late, probably early to mid nineties was probably when it was maybe late eighties. But I remember having $800, eight $100 bills in this envelope. And I don't know what happened, but the envelope went missing. And I was like, was our grocery money. I thought, oh my gosh, where is it? We tore the house up looking for this envelope. I mean, it's cash, right? We tore the house up trying to find this envelope. We couldn't find it anywhere. We were asking the kids, did you see it? What did you take out? Did something go in the trash? Did you go in the car? Did you go to the neighbor's house? Was it in a backpack? I mean, we looked everywhere and it was in the garage in the bottom of a trash bag. And we still, to this day, neither one of us would be able to say, we know why, why or how that money got there. But you know, when you start budgeting your money, like cash like that, you got to keep an eye on it. Well, now we don't really do that so much. Uh, we use more our bank account, debit account. You just kind of know where you're at all the time, but that's the problem. 
is that you get the money into your account. Let's say you, you're in your business and then you should be, if you're not, you should have a regular paycheck that you get paid every week or every two weeks, just like your employees. The worst thing you can do is to look at your bank account and just go, oh, there's, you know, $3,000 in there. Eh, okay. I'll take 2000 out for me. Don't do that. Set up a regular pay so that you get paid every two weeks. And so here is where the magic is. We've now pulled the money out for you to get paid. Okay, you're going to get paid. That's going to cover your household expenses, your car, your food, your gas, insurance, all the things. Now you have all that's left in your business is the operating capital. Your operating money that you use to pay your staff, if you have any, to pay your expenses, to pay your software, to whatever, marketing, whatever you have to do. That covers your overhead. So here's how you're going to start getting that vacation. Are you ready? What you're going to do is I want you to start with just one or 2% every single week. I want you to put one or 2% away, but here's how you do it. We're not going to do cash. We're not going to pull it out and put it in an envelope because you and I both know what's going to happen. You're going to see some fancy dancy purse or something, and you're going to be saying, I need it. And there out goes your budget. No, no. We are going to set ourselves up for basically a fail-proof system. We'll call it that. So what I want you to do is, let's say for the week, let's just say you had $2,000 in revenue that week. $2,000. If you took 2%, that's $400. That's all. $400, right? So what you're going to do is you're going to just take that $400 and you're going to put it in an account. That's at a different bank, not in your bank, in a different bank. And you're going to put that money in an account and you're going to set it aside, out of sight, out of mind, out of sight, out of mind. You're going to put it over there, set it aside. And then the next time, the next week, you're going to look at your revenue. You're going to say, okay, I'm going to take 2%. So you take 2% again and you put your 2% away. And then you, the next week, you put your 2% away. I think I did the math wrong. But anyway, you're going to just keep putting the 2%, 2%, 2%. You're going to keep putting it away every week. And it's just a discipline. You just put it away and it's in another bank. You can, you can mail a check to your bank. You can go deposit it in the bank or even better, you can set up an auto draft. So that other bank comes and takes it out of your operating a capital account. But when you do that, my friend, oh my gosh. You're going to, it's just going to be, you want to automate it however you can. And that money just goes away. You, I promise you, you are never, ever going to miss that money. You're not going to miss it. You will not miss it. You might think, oh, I'm gonna, that much money gone. You won't miss it because it's out of sight. We spend what we have. It's just human nature. We spend what we have. So we're going to get it out of your account, and put it somewhere else. That becomes your vacation fund. Or if you didn't want to take a vacation, maybe it's your new car fund. Or maybe it's your, I want to buy a house fund. Or maybe it's your, I want to buy my own building fund. But you're going to get it over there and you don't touch it until you've used it for the thing that you've specified it for. I actually have four accounts that I have just like this. I have four separate bank accounts and I take small percentages of my income and I'm putting it over there. And I'm telling you, those accounts are getting some nice balances in them over the years. 
And then I get all that cash in there and I think, oh, I don't want to spend it. I want to keep it. I want to keep growing. And I do. I'll use it if I'm going to go on a vacation. Like we were in Hawaii at the beginning of the year. So I use that money to pay for the condo and it allows me to enjoy a vacation and not have to be on a shoestring. Like I could go eat where I wanted. And we stayed in a really nice condominium right on the beach, but I had the money to do that because I had been setting aside, setting it aside, setting it aside. So you aren't going to notice $50 a week. You're not going to notice hundred dollars a week. You're not going to notice $200 a week. You're just not going to notice it. If it's gone, it's gone. If you psychologically can't get past $50, then start with $50. Just do that. If it's not a percentage and you want to use a dollar amount, do that. But whatever you do, just open up the account, not in the same bank where your operating account is. It has to be a different bank. And if you can have them take an automatic deposit out every month, kind of like how you pay a bill, right? And they'll just draft the amount of your utilities or whatever you have set up on auto. Same kind of idea. You just want them to come in and draft that amount. You're never even going to see it and give it a year from now. So it's the summer of 2023 when I'm recording this a year from now, you're going to be shocked how much money you're going to have in that account. And next summer or sooner, depends on how much money you put in there next summer or sooner, you're going to be able to take a vacation or get that new car or whatever it is that you want to set that money aside for. But that tip has saved me so much money because really I didn't spend it because we, if we have it, we spend it. We're just human. It's what we do. Unless you are a really rabid saver where you don't spend anything and you save everything you're the exception, not the rule. Most people, we just see it, we have it, and we find ways to spend it. So there you go. There's my tip of the week, business tip, but I want to get you on a vacation, friend. You need it. You deserve it. I want you to go take care of yourself, have some downtime, and I don't want you to worry about the money that's not coming in to your practice while you're gone. Because when you take that money out of your savings account to be able to go on that vacation, you also will have enough money to be able to cover the overhead in your business or even better, set up another account. And that can be your overhead account. And that's your, uh, that's the side that you're going to cover those bills for when you're gone. There's always a way to do it. I don't want you to feel like you ever live in the prison of being a business owner because you shouldn't, you deserve to be able to go and have that time to rest and repair and recover and do the things that your brain and your body desperately need in order to stay healthy and thriving and sharp and on your game. So there you go. That's it, friend. Listen, if you want more tips like this on how to grow your business or how to be a better clinician in clinical practice, get that confidence up so that you feel really good making those clinical recommendations for your patients. I got you covered. Just make sure that you are on my mailing list. Go to rondanelson.com forward slash join. And I'll see you next week on The Clinical Entrepreneur.